<laughs> I'm just like sitting pretty in this place. <laughs> I hope you got that delicious margarita at Chili's. I can't, what's it called? They have the Presidente. Oh, that's the one. That's mm-hmm. the one that I used to get. Yeah, the Presidente. Yeah. It's super good. You get your own little shaker at the table. Oh my God, that's my favorite part. Yeah. You know, that's like the go-to, you know, because it's so cheap. It's like two for 20 and like they'll even do a deal. It's like two for 35 and that includes the margaritas. It's like, where are you going to get a better deal than fucking Chili's? Exactly. And also sponsor us Chili's. (laughs) We're like totally selling your place right now. I just gave out like- I'm actually on my way there. Welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. This week, we're going to be talking about St. Cecilia, the patron saint of music. We're also going to be talking about different conspiracy theories. Which ones do you believe? And of course, your favorite girl, what you watching? Of course, that's their favorite. They're always (laughs) like, what are you watching? I love that. They're asking constantly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, It's Uh like, fans, calm down. (laughs) We'll get to all of you in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, this week we're going to talk about St. Cecilia and another saint that I was very unaware of. Did you know about St. Cecilia? Have you ever heard of her? No, I only heard of her because one of our viewers, who is a VIP viewer of ours, she recommended this saint. She gave me a couple of ideas and... Her confirmation name is actually St. Cecilia because St. Cecilia is the patron saint of music. So I investigated her after I had that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I love it. And hi, how are you? Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you, Janine. So I, you know, looked her up and I was like, I was like, wow, because I know I went to school with the Cecilia and I always liked that name. Yes, and I always have to sing the song. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say that name without singing that song. I know. It's so hard not to sing that song. You're breaking my heart. That sword's in your neck again, baby. I love the song. Like, you can't say Cecilia without, like, singing Cecilia in your head. You can't. It's like spelling bananas without doing B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit oh, is my God. Are you kidding me? How yeah. else do you even spell bananas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So St. Cecilia was named Cecilia, which is uh, Lily of Heaven, which uh, is is so pretty. I love when they have these really symbolic names, you know, that have such, there's so much like foreshadowing in the naming of these saints. But she was one of the saints that kept her name, which is like a big deal for me. I don't know why. That is a big deal. Oh, how do you think they come up with the names? Like, do you think like an angel comes to them and, and talks about it with them and says like, you should name them this? Ooh. I am an angel. (laughs) Don't be afraid. I wonder, thing that was interesting about her situation is she was born into this like really rich, noble family uh, known for its bravery and intelligence. So they were like the bee's knees, like, <laughs> like they were like the Joneses. <laughs> I can't control myself. <laughs> You're good. Just... <laughs> 
Oh my god, you're so funny. How am I gonna do this? You're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. It's gonna be fun. <sighs> we'll just take breaks. You can oh laugh. It's all good. You could jump in. I'll tell the story and you can jump in whenever you want. And I have I'll... no idea what's gonna come out of my mouth. That's okay. That's what makes it funny. Okay. That's what pe- that's what people are hoping for. Okay. You think they're listening to the shit for the story? Like I don't it's know. entertaining and it's educational, but I think they're in it for the side conversations that we okay. have and the outburst so yeah just just oh, hang out no fuck it we'll have fun okay so um i'm in my closet i'm ready so- <laughs> i'm in my car <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm a homeless podcaster <laughs> please sponsor us please hit subscribe for god's sake <laughs> please oh my god that's I'm so filming funny. in my car Oh my! I'm in my closet. This is the beginning. Insane. Yeah, we're on. (laughs) We're on Jimmy Fallon's couch, and we're telling him the um, story of our humble beginnings. You know, it's (laughs) it's fucking accurate. So. My neighbors, like, I cannot even imagine, like, I do the weirdest things and now this. <laughs> nah, but it's good because then you can just hang out and you don't have to worry. Like, you could smoke and you could just yeah, do your true. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I did this. And that's almost like your sanctuary in there, right? Yeah. Like, that's where you go to meditate. So it's probably really good energy in there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what was going on in the year 222 Mm -hmm. or whenever she was born. Yeah. About the time period. So that was like, you know, Christianity was like very taboo and all that. So they were pagans, but they were super cool about the idea of um, St. Cecilia being a Catholic and practicing that faith. They were like, you do you, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Can't hear your laugh. <laughs> that's so weird they were super strict back then i know but i guess they were so rich like rich people are just different you know what i mean they don't play by the same rules like when you're not just trying to survive like and just keep your kids from like you know harm you could just yeah. like be chill about shit like that's the way i thought of it easy to me it's like her like playing an instrument or like you know learning a second language they were like all right she's gonna fuck around with catholic shit like i know but they were so (laughs) catholic shit (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna fucking mess around with it don't worry about it she'll go out of it like they totally did not take it seriously i don't think but she did she did she went to church like every day she took it mad serious yo seriously like she was like all about that life and she just was you know she took a vow of virginity like super young yeah it was like really weird the way they phrased it they said she wanted to be a spouse of christ and only belong to jesus i don't understand that like what does that mean I don't know, but it just seems very like polygamy. You know what I mean? Like multiple wives, because this is not the first saint that we've talked about on this show that had these late night booty calls by JC. They all get down with JC. And they're all like, dude, I love you. Like, I fucking love you. Like, (laughs) 
like the yeah. Beatles, like yeah, the, yeah. The Elvis, like yeah. you're fucking the one. And like, I just want to like be your wife. And he's like, like totally obsessed with him. <laughs> yeah. And he totally is like, good. That's the way I like it. Like, yeah, I like, no I like my girl's committed. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. I got to bag it up. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So she t- fucking totally takes this vow of virginity and then everything's going like super smooth. Like she's like loved amongst all the poor people in town because she's their buddy. Like she hooks them up and they trust her and everything. So she's just like doing her thing. And then she turns 18 and her fucking parents come to her and they're like, yeah, so we got you an arranged marriage. Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah. Psyched up for this. Oh my God. And she's like, what the fuck am I going to do? Because I've taken this vow of virginity. Like, I don't want to get married. Like, I, this is not my mission. Like, this isn't my life's work. So they introduce her to the man that she's going to marry. His name is Valerian. He seems to be like a really fucking nice dude. Did sound very lovely. Right? Yeah, he was a nice guy. Fell in love with her at first sight. He was a pagan man, an upstanding man in the community and everything. So her parents were super pumped. Like this was a an awesome match. Yeah. Um, and when um they met, you know, Saint Cecilia was like, How am I gonna like do this? Like <laughs> I can't say no to my parents, but like, you know, I'm married to Jesus. Like Yeah. You know, he put a ring on it. Like, this is <laughs> it. Like, like this, I can't, you know, I can't do this. And so praying and praying and praying. Like, she's fasting. She's doing penance oh on herself. God. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my God, Jesus, please. Like, somebody do something. So depressing. Mm-hmm. And she, weird. It's like a little weird. I guess. I mean, you know, if you don't want to have that life like and then somebody forces it on you and like you have you have like no say in it i mean i I completely take back what i said you're right yeah (laughs) i know we're like get over it (laughs) so what you gotta marry some guy named valerian (laughs) like who hasn't exactly we gotta pay rent (laughs) exactly you gotta go half skis man you gotta have somebody You know, I know. Well, our generation's jingle would be settle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we definitely do settle, but got to pay that rent, and that shit is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Jesus again, just like we've seen with Saint Rose and Saint Rita and Catherine of Alexandria, like he pops up in the middle of the night with a hey girl. Oh, he's in the middle of the night. He's such a cheeky little monkey. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a watch. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's all knowing. He knows it's three a.m. and he pops up and he's like, "Hey, girl, what's up? You good?" And she's like, "No, I'm not good." You know like they're gonna make me marry this guy and i took a vow of virginity and i just have other stuff i want to do and god you gotta help me jesus and he's like don't worry about it i love jesus in all these videos (laughs) he's always like god you guys can't see but i'm nodding (laughs) (laughs) along with everything catherine is saying i'm killing it (laughs) i'm like yes yeah that's i know I might not be saying anything, (laughs) but I'm right there with you. It's like I'm watching the kids cartoon. I know. I'm like, this is a great show I'm watching. (laughs) 
So Jesus is like, like he always is. He's like, listen, calm down. Don't worry about it. I got you. And when I say I got you, I mean, I got you. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you an angel and the angel is going to protect you and watch out and make sure that you get to keep your vow. Because I think that that's fucking awesome. Like a bodyguard. Like, like she had like an angel bodyguard. Yes. And it had fire wings yeah so terrifying (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i was like like, they please don't stand too close (laughs) so she trusts jesus you know she's like okay if he says that this is going to be good then i guess this is going to be good like i gotta put my faith in him when you're in the mob and like they send like one of their guys like watch over the girl yep (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly it it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding day comes, right? And she's, you know, all dressed up in her best. And he's so pumped because he just like loves her so much. He just thinks like, God, I hit the lottery with He's Celia. about to be super disappointed. <laughs> Not going to be the day he thought it was. Poor so, lad. <laughs> nope. So the wedding is over. The party is over. You know, it's the wedding night and they're in the room. And Cecilia says to him really lovingly and calmly, but she was like, Valerian, I have a secret. And she says, and I quote the kids cartoon. This used to be my house. Used to be. <laughs> the way you said, like, I have a secret. Yeah. <laughs> was so intense. <laughs> this is like, what it's like the start are you of a going music to video. tell me? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to tell me right now? And then she says to him, and I quote, I have a lover, which I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you took a vow of virginity, and it's not a lover. It's a fucking angel with fire wings. Like, it's so weird. What? It's so weird. Like, do they they do it? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. And I if don't. they do it, are they, like, doing it, like, people or spiritually somehow? Like, yeah, like, is it, like, Demolition Man? You know, Demolition understand. Man, where they put, like, the the sensor like cap on their head it's sandra bullock and um Sylvester stallone i feel like Where i probably she... saw it i don't remember yeah. it though well that's what they do they don't actually have any like intercourse they just put this thing and they do like virtual reality and that's how they oh, really sex yeah so this way there's no disease or anything like that i'm so. actually good with that yeah. you should <laughs> watch this movie again. it's a great movie so then she says okay so this angel is my lover and i quote an angel of God that watches over me with jealous care. Again, I ask, what the fuck is yeah, going what does on? That mean, jealous part? care. Like, Why do they use that particular language? I don't know. All I could think is like, he's here to protect me. And if you try to make any, you know, moves on me, sweetheart, he's going to fucking yeah. strike you down, you know? So don't yeah, they actually, about it. the angel actually told her that, no, she she told Valerio like Valerian. this angel's gonna <laughs> Valerio's a gas station. She told that guy <laughs> that the angel would kill him. What? He was like, "All right, well, let me see your angel." Yeah, I like that. He was like, 
this sounds intriguing. I may be a pagan. And by the way, we mentioned that the parents were pagans and that Valerian is a pagan. I want to just read the definition that I found of pagan. So pagans believe that nature is sacred and that the natural cycles of birth, growth, and death observed in the world around us carry profoundly spiritual meanings. Human beings are seen as a part of nature along with other animals, trees, plants, and everything that is of this earth. I'm down with that. Right. I mean, it totally really... makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Wait, did they do any bad stuff? Yeah. Like they just sacrifices and shit. Pagans? Yeah. Like, what? So, oh, because yeah. they believe in that God that's kind of like Zeus. Kind of. They believe yep. in, yeah. So there's a lot of that. Or something. Yeah. So it's like you have to appease multiple different gods and like all the stuff. So God. criticism to it. But you know when they talk about um, St. Patrick driving the snakes out of Ireland, mm -hmm. it's really a metaphor for St. Patrick changing the pagans over to Catholics. So when they talk about snakes, they're actually talking about the pagans. So really? It's like a metaphor because there are no snakes in Ireland. It was the pagans that they were converting. Okay. So, so I think we have some pagan, you know, pumping through our veins because we're pretty much. Irish. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like everything that you said about pagans. Well, the good parts. Yeah. The good parts, not the sacrificing young. No, people. no, no. That part's weird. <laughs> no, that's nuts. That's, no, thank uh, you. <laughs> no, thank you. Not interested. So. So they were like, you know, if you're a pagan, like, you know, it's, it's generational. So it's really serious. So he wanted to see this angel. He was intrigued by this. He thought, wow, this woman that I love is like telling me this. Uh, maybe I should give it a shot. So she tells him, listen, if you want to see the angel, then you have to accept that God is the one true God. And then you need to get baptized. So he was and he's like, like, and then can we do it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, yeah, he was like, just let me know what I need to say. You know, definitely want to do it. And she was like, you're missing the point, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets the wait till he sees where he ends up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a good Poor guy. Aww. He really thought he was. Hitting he was a lineup. nice boy. He was a nice he boy. He really is. Like, talk about a ride or die husband. Yeah, for real. Valerian was a ride or die motherfucker. And so he gets baptized. And it's not just any old body that baptizes Valerian. It's actually the Pope. It was Pope Urban. The first. I was like amazed by that. Me too. But they were in Rome. That's where, you know, they lived okay. or whatever. So I guess it kind of makes sense. But still, like, that's a... Like, he heard about her? I, I guess. I didn't see it in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they had some, like, a relationship because I think she was such a young parishioner and she was so dedicated that I'm pretty sure they were, like, aware of each other. The husband, Valerian, he gets baptized. And when he gets back... Or is it because she had money? I would say that she was a very generous individual. She was very yeah. rich. Ultimately, she gave everything away that she could. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, she probably was donating and, and doing whatever she could. Whatever she needed to do, this was her life and she was totally dedicated to it. So when he gets back from being baptized by the Pope, he walks in and he 
fucking sees the angel and he's like, holy shit, this is fucking real. That is crazy. Right. And the whole room smelled like um, this beautiful K like fragrance. Like it was just, and we've heard that right with St. Rose and yeah. St. Rita and even that. Yeah. Joan of Arc. Like it always smells like roses and yeah, always something. Yeah. So there is like that consistency to, to these saints. So he walks in, he smells this, he sees this angel. He's like, oh my God. And then the angel had these crowns made of flowers, some lilies mm. and roses. The angel put one of them on Cecilia and the other one on Valerian. And they just lived happy as fucking clams. They were just really, really just settled into being married and being, you know, the best Christians that they can be. And they, yeah. were just, they were just good. And they converted a lot of people. Totally. But before they like really hit the road with it, his brother, uh, Tiberius, came (laughs) fucking. Oh shit. I forgot about I forgot about that guy. He came riding in on his horse. Oh, angrily. He angrily very mad. He was livid. He was like, who the fuck is this Saint Cecilia? And how the fuck did she get my pagan brother to get yeah. baptized by the Pope and become a fucking Catholic? Like, yeah, and this was like third century Rome. So they're, they believe in, you know, multiple gods and their god was Jupiter. But there's another name for him that I forget. But it was illegal not to worship that you, god. Yeah, like you were beheaded. It was puni- yeah, it was punishable by death. So... So the fact the that they fuck? were just like, and they were just like walking around the streets, like, la, da, 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 da. hey, you want to be a Christian? Like, and it was like the craziest shit yeah. because you could, that was punishable by, by death. Like that is, that is very ballsy. Like you have to, it's, I don't know. Like, like they, you know, you're going to die. Like it's just yeah. a matter of time. It's almost like a suicide mission because. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. First, it's you're a kamikaze pilot. Like you're yeah. not going to make it. Statistics are not in your favor. Mm, no. So. Hard. Um. Yeah. So the brother comes over and he's, you know, thinking all this shit that we're talking about. He's like, what the fuck is going on? So he goes in and when he goes into the mansion that she lives in, he smells the the fragrance and he's like, yeah. what is happening? Like, who lit that Yankee candle? I mean, yes, exactly. And what, what sense is, it? is that? I would like one. Yeah, that's just like peace and tranquility. This is amazing. So, um, <laughs> like cotton. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. I love anything that's like that, uh, like ocean or like the yeah, like, like that's what laundry. I like too. Me too. Oh yeah, like a clean scent. Yeah, that smells so good. So he goes over to his brother Valerian. He's like, "What is happening right now?" And Valerian was like, "Sit your ass down and mm-hmm. meet my wife." And Cecilia lays out the whole story and he sees these crowns and he sees his brother is like not blinking. Like, you know, he's like, this is what's happening. And so his brother Tiberius was like, sign me up. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah, let's get this motherfucker baptized. Yeah. Angel. So they go over to Pope Urban. Like, I just can't believe it was so easy to sell people back then. I mean, you tell them that I have an angel with fire wings that makes the house smell like fucking roses. And people are like, all right, so I just got to put a little water on my head. I know. So I guess it was an easy sell. I mean, there wasn't anything to watch back then. You know, they didn't have bowling alleys or malls. I mean, what were they doing? You know? 
That was the thing. So they get him baptized. And sure as anything, when he gets back, he sees the angel with the fire wings. And he's like, holy shit, this is fucking real. Like, wow. (laughs) Like, what do you do now? And she was like, let's get to converting. Let's get as many souls. I'm on the edge of my seat. I feel like (laughs) I am there when you're telling the story. (laughs) (laughs) So they go out, like you said, in these middle of like squares and shit. I didn't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've been nodding the whole time. They end up fucking converting 400 people. That's a lot of people back then. That in. is a lot of people. 222. That's a nice. I know. Like, what was the census back then? Like, that was a long ass time ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but there was just... probably like one person per every other block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They probably weren't blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lumps of clay or some shit. I don't know. I'm so bad. I feel like back then they were all in huts down by the water. So I don't I know. know. I don't understand history. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we were. I don't know like, where people lived. <laughs> no, I don't know where they slept. Oh, God. My ancestors, we just need a blanket and just something to lay down on. I just need a blanket to put on me. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. I have to have a blanket. It's my me security. Too. Me too. And it also protects you from vampires. That's true. Can't get through it. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't invite you. <laughs> you are not invited into the sheet, mister. <laughs> and I always have it over my neck. Just double case. <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. Yep. Not getting oh, Thank me. God. Thank God. I thought I was weird there for a minute. <laughs> no way. That's just standard practice. so now they're converting all these people okay and that's a big fucking no-no if they find out that you are a catholic or a christian and you are doing this shit they're gonna kill you yeah and that's what they start doing okay so saint cecilia and her band of brothers were like i'm scared for them right now (laughs) yeah because they are actively converting and then they have this like little system where they get the individual and then they send them over to the pope pope urban the first and then he baptizes them and then they go back out on the streets and then they get fucking killed okay oh my god those idiots i know and then (laughs) cecilia and the two brothers they turn around and start burying all of these martyrs because if you speak out to say I'm a Christian yeah. and the, and you get killed, then you're automatically a martyr. So they have this like little system set up where Cecilia is converting them. The Pope is baptizing them. The government is murdering them. And then Cecilia, Valerian and Tiberius are burying the bodies. So it is a very weird fucking setup and it just seems like, holy shit, I can't believe like this kind of stuff happens and it still does to this very day, but it's just bizarre. Like like, you're kind of like setting these people up. It's almost like entrapment because you just want to say, you know, we had these numbers this week. Look how many martyrs we got. Like it's to get attention. Yeah. And I don't know about that. That's a weird fucking marketing scheme. So yeah, it is. uh, So the government catches wind of this 
this trio. And so they pull in and arrest uh, Tiberius and Valerian. And the commander in chief, they call them the prefect back then. So I guess yeah. it's some term in, the, in that time period. But uh, I know the prefect. Yeah. yeah I, I, was like, I know. I had to Google it like many mm-hmm. times and investigate what that was. Yeah. And I couldn't really find anything. I know. I didn't get like an exact answer like I wanted. Nothing no. Like, I wanted like a neat fitting answer. Yeah. Because usually when you Google something like I Googled, what is a prefect in the pagan religion? Right. Yeah, Which I thought was too. a pretty good question. And I figured it would pop up like prefects, like Ignatius of this century like and they would have like some description of like you know who were like who was in this position and it was just fucking nothing i know and but but bottom line he was a douche (laughs) yeah he was a total douche and pulls in the brothers and he talks to tiberitus and tiberitus tells him listen cecilia is the real fucking deal this chick has a fucking angel with fire wings Um, fire fucking wings they're flammable yeah she is doing god's work if you get baptized you'll fucking see the angel most likely and it'll protect you and like dude you should totally fucking join us yeah and the prefect is like what the fuck is happening yeah right like now. what's going on yeah so he goes to valerian yo what's up with your brother he's like talking crazy and valerian's like he's not talking crazy you just don't have the capacity to understand what the fuck I'm, we're saying right now yeah and you know he hit him with a totally like like you can't handle the truth moment yeah you know it felt like that and then the this is very is- intense right now <laughs> like <laughs> And the prefect is like, this is happening so fast. (laughs) It's so intense. It escalated quickly. Okay. And so the prefect was like, you know what? I'm done with this conversation. Fucking death. Like behead these motherfuckers. I'm done. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like that's how they settle things. Oh, so aggressive. So they fucking beheaded them. Oh right? my God! Yeah, and then didn't you tell me something about? Oh yeah, the, the um the executioner cried after he beheaded them because he saw their souls leave their bodies and float up to heaven. God damn! And he was like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> Why'd I do that? Why'd I do that? <laughs> like, like he dropped a twenty down the toilet while it was flushing. <laughs> Whoopsie! Oh no! Not again! That's a no good. <laughs> Yeah, like if I was that executioner or whatever it is, I would have gone straight to the fucking Pope and asked for <laughs> forgiveness and baptized me. Oh my God, that was intense, you guys. Like that was wow. too much for this guy. I mean, and executioners are like dead inside, like everything I've ever seen about them. They don't smile. That's for sure. No. So <laughs> that's fucking crazy. And then poor Cecilia, like, because they were the ones that were burying everybody. So poor Cecilia, like, had to go bury both the her husband and her brother-in-law, like, by herself on her property. She must have been, like, so strong and, like, so, like, in great shape. When I, like, dig at the beach, mm-hmm. I feel like... I'm using like my whole body and I'm like, wow, that was a workout. And then I look to see if I have abs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately. I'm like looking for the I'm definition. Like, are, they, are they there? <laughs> Obviously I'm super strong and fit. <laughs> look what I just did to the ground. <laughs> That's a big deal. 
<laughs> yeah, no, totally. I feel the same way. But yeah, so she was like a badass. This is the thing. Once she buried them, she was like, I'm done. They're coming for me next. There's no fucking way in the world they're not coming for me next. Yeah, so, she knew. She started she, talking about it. And um, didn't she give all her stuff away? Yeah, uh-huh. she got all her affairs in order. She donated like every earthly possession. She was just like, okay, guys, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm being called back. I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. I'm going to make it epic don't worry <laughs> this isn't gonna be your regular beheading i'm gonna step up the game like she was she like, really did step up the game yeah. though and so did the fucking prefect so he arrests her she's like bring yeah. it on motherfucker because it was described her attitude was that she was longing for martyrdom like she wanted yeah she was shit. yeah she was ready she because wanted she it. wanted to be with her her man yeah she was like i'm just doing this to get to jesus like this is just the formality you know what i mean you got to pay your dues so she gets in front of the prefect and he's like before he even gets a chance to like interrogate her she was like let me start off by just saying i'm a christian i believe in the one true god it's me that's been doing all the fucking converting it's been me doing all the burying like do your fucking worst come on like bring it and he was like i can't fucking believe this shit <laughs> like you know what i mean like oh this my god is fucking ballsy coming up in here like not even giving me any pushback yeah so because he didn't get that satisfaction of like tormenting her and like getting in her fucking head like she took that power away from him so he decided instead of just giving her a good old-fashioned cut her head off and just be done with it he was like you know what bitch you want to fucking act clever Mm -hmm. and witty and have all this attitude i'll fucking show you what i do to bitches yeah talk to me like this So in her mansion, she had these really beautiful um, marble like baths. You know, this is like Rome fucking third century. So they had these very elaborate like bathhouses in their mansion. So he decides to put her in the bathhouse and heat up like these huge fires that would have basically scalded her and suffocated her. And it would have been a very slow and like agonizing. So. He decided to like really make sure like the job was done. So he would refresh the fire with brand new fuel every single hour on the hour. That's just so sick. Right? Like how she pissed him off so much. Yeah. He wanted to make an example out of her. But it did not work. No, it did not. Nope. So she's in there, right? Singing. That's why she's the patron saying of music. Yeah. She wasn't a musician. She wasn't like, this wasn't her thing. But there was like, there's another story from the Bible about three youths like walking through a fire. Three youths? Three youths walked through. Did you say youths? Yeah, that's what they said. (laughs) I went, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. Three youths walked through the fire and came to Jesus and God and they lived. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I swear to God. I swear to God. They did it. So she was like, if they could do it, I could do it. And so um, she's singing and praising Jesus and God. And she's just like doing her thing. Like she was having like a karaoke moment where she was like, you know what? If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out fucking singing. Yeah. And they could hear her. Right. So 
They keep adding all this fuel on. She's yeah. fucking singing. And the in the meantime, people bigger. are like yeah, continuing to gather and listen to her and be inspired. And yeah. And they're like, this is a fucking another miracle. Like she's the real deal. You know, it just it just made them believe in her more. That's the problem. When you start to persecute like a good person and yeah. they're doing all you're doing is just adding more attention to and you're highlighting the good of them and you just end up looking like a total fucking asshole. So, so true. You know, it ends up backfiring, but they usually double down and that's when it gets really interesting because you're like, wow, this is gonna be a train wreck. But yeah. That's what they did. So 24 hours later of her being, you know, basically she should have been scolded. She should have been dead. She should have just, it should have been over and it wasn't. So the prefect turns around and goes, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. Like, this is yeah. ridiculous. Go get the executioner. Yeah. Get your Cut ass her fucking head off. Cut her fucking head off. I'm done. And so the um, executioner goes into the bathhouse and he sees Cecilia and she is just fine as can be you know <laughs> her cheeks are fine they're not you know they're cold to the touch she has uh you know perfect health nothing has impacted oh my her. god that's insane it's crazy so the executioner is like he hesitates you know because he probably heard from that other executioner about the fucking souls escaping so he was like oh my god I, what am i gonna do but i gotta do this I, oh this is my, my job. god so he tries and he chops her, um, her neck three times and she survives she's like totally fine it's so, so crazy because in the saints for kids cartoon it's just like her laying on the ground bleeding like with like three trickle of Blood. it was like <laughs> it was so sick i know i'm like i can't believe is this what like they're showing little kids i know it's so fucking bizarre and like they're like she's singing and then as my like... son watches the boys <laughs> yeah oh god that show it's so dark so bad Woo! that's a dark show so, but it's very so good bad. it's the ugly underbelly of it's so gross but i do so like bad. it it is good yeah um but... <laughs> Everybody, everybody was like visiting her, you know, they were stopping by bringing balloons and flowers, you know, like, hey, let's go talk to Cecilia. Yeah, yeah. Too late. And so yeah, and her head was just singing, just living for three fucking Praying. days. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, the Pope that was baptizing everybody, the Pope Urban the first came over and basically I, I think he like basically gave her like last rites. He gave her like a final blessing. And then that's when she passed she was told that she was going to go be with god yeah and it gave her like permission to release because if she wasn't sure she was getting up there with jesus her head would still be rolling around singing right now it really would she it went would... because she wanted to go because she was not going to die no until she got that final confirmation email saying that <laughs> <laughs> I want my QR code or else I'm not fucking dying. I will roll at the bottom of this fucking I want my QR code. <laughs> I am not fucking going without a confirmation code. It's oh not happening. God. So she's one of the seven virgin martyr saints. Mm -hmm. 
that was in the canon of the mass, which is also known as the Eucharistic prayer. So it's kind of like a really long prayer, but she's one of the seven, which is kind of nice. So she gets that. That's why I can't believe that I didn't know about her. I thought the same thing. Because like the seven, that includes like the Blessed Mother. Yeah, I think so. I have the list actually. So it's Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, and Anastasia. Okay, I don't know any of those bitches. I didn't know. <laughs> I feel like I just heard the new lineup to the Real Housewives of Orange County, <laughs> and, I, and I missed the previews. <laughs> it's like one of those things where I can't believe you know, we went to school for so long and like, we are so unaware of most of the material that we're learning now. I know. I mean, I had like formal education in this shit. What was I doing there? I don't know. I really like to look back on it. I always did very well in the classes because all it is is like history and I'm good at history and social studies and shit. Anything that's like backed and I could just study it and flashcard it. I'm good. Yeah. The canon of the mass or the Eucharistic prayer is the oldest anaphora used in the Roman rite of mass. I don't know what the fuck that means at yeah. all, but that's the definition. If you're taking notes at home. Wait, can you read that again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so the canon of the mass, which is with Cecilia and the other ladies from the okay. Real Housewives. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The canon of the mass is also known as the Eucharistic prayer, and it is the oldest anaphora used in the Roman rite of mass. So I don't know what anaphora is, but I'm thinking like it's another word. Anaphora or an anaphora. (laughs) Yeah, enough for it. That's good. That's good. See, when you smoke, you get smarter. That's definitely what's happening here. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So she died in the third century and then they were actually able to find her body in 817, which is like 600 years after she died. Yeah. Right. So they find her body and it's fucking completely uncorrupted yes and so it didn't decay and this is like i think the third or fourth saint that we've done where there was a mention of either you know non-decaying or Mm -hmm. some part of the body didn't decay it's so interesting very interesting i wonder like if there's ever been a situation where they've exhumed a body let's say there was like a crime and they exhumed a body and they noticed like holy shit this didn't decay but if you had an embalming like i don't i don't know the science behind it but Mm -hmm. i just wonder if like there's ever been a situation where like for some reason they found a body and like let's say the tongue or the chin something didn't decay if that's ever been a thing i was thinking about that too i'm like like how common is this i know like is it like one in five or is it one in like like a million or you know so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) that's what i was saying yeah (laughs) yeah like i wonder about that because like if it's like never ever happened only with the people that are like saints or whatever because some of these people like you can literally like saint jude you can literally go to the vatican and he's at saint peter's basilica whatever i know and his shit is like good it's just crazy so they were able to transport her and her relics to rome's church of cecilia which is built on the ruins of her home so there's a lot yeah. of uh, positive energy where she's laid to rest because that's where she really lived out her dream. She did everything she wanted. She was another one 
fuck off. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Even her death. She was like, I own this shit. You she know? was a real go-getter. I really like her. You know, like I, you get like a different vibe from each saint. Don't you get like a different vibe? Yep. Mm-hmm. Rita was like intense, you know. Very. With this one, I just feel like she's very kind. Easy like going. A real kind soul. Yeah. Even though she didn't sleep on pot shards. No, she had a fucking mansion. Yeah, like, that's kind of thorns. Yeah, she was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I want to be the pretty one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the hot wife. Okay, you can be the pot shard wife. That's you cool. can be the pot shard wife. <laughs> I call pot shard wife. <laughs> you know who can help us remove any obstacles or uh, clear the paths? Actually, St. Cecilia. That's what you invoke her for. And you know what? I did something. I had like one of those reoccurring like ACH payments like that was coming out of my debit card. It came out the other day and I was like, what a bad time for this to happen because wow. back to school. So, oh my God. I had a feeling this was going to happen. So I... I decided I was like, okay, so I had a few of the credits like piled up with this account. And I was like, God, if I can get this money back. And I said to St. Jude, I was like, if you give me the all the money back, I will donate $50 to St. Jude's Hospital. You said that? Yep. And I was like, I prayed out nine times or whatever. I did it right before I called. And when I called, they were like, we can give you five of the seven credits fully refunded back but the other two were from last year so you have to keep those which I was like that's fine I could just buy some stuff I needed anyway but then I'll cancel the subscription and then I'm done with it but I got the money back so I was like okay so I told St. Jude I was like listen it's a sliding scale I get all the money (laughs) it's 50 if I get whatever it is we'll divide it and do the math and I'll give you the percentage so as soon as the money hits my account I gotta donate $36 to St. Jude's Hospital oh okay cool but I told him I would do it and I'm gonna do it so thank you St. Jude that's really nice that was a very lovely story it was and it worked so do it so I didn't know we could make deals with them yeah you could totally make deals with them oh man I talked to all of them like this and they were I didn't try that I think that's what's nice about it because even when we watch the kids cartoon like when the saints are talking to Jesus and they're like saying like oh my god please like do something because I don't want to marry this guy like they're pretty casual with their conversation yeah so I know they write formal prayers and shit but I don't know I just talk to them the way like I would talk to you yeah so I think that is Saint Cecilia. Yeah, she was a lovely gal. I enjoyed her very much. Me the too. patron saint of music and the blind. Yeah, and the blind. That's right. You told me that. I took this edible. Yeah. But like I just took it. Okay. Because I smoked, but I'm like, this is gonna wear off. And I can't like I'm I'm in my bedroom, so I'm like, I can't like smoke, smoke. in here. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been taking edibles at all. And this is a really strong one. Okay. And it was also melting because I left it in my car. <laughs> So I don't know how much I just took. <laughs> I think it activates it. I had when to, it's I like was in thinking that it was hot. like bubbling lava and like I had to peel it apart and I had to bite onto the wrapper like an animal. So I don't part know. Wrapper and that's fine. I don't know what's going to happen, honestly. Well, buckle up, motherfucker. <laughs> we're about to find out. I might out. fall asleep. <laughs> 
do you want to have like a safe word when you need to tap out? You say like honky tonk, <laughs> just mix in honky tonk to a natural conversation. Oh and then I'll be God. like, oh, she's going Twilight. Twilight. Mary's passing out. There's so many different things going on right now. So many conspiracy theories. Oh, you want to do like a conspiracy theory? Like what's your favorite conspiracy theory right now? Oh, well, right now I'm really interested in like MK Ultra. Oh, yeah. And mind control and what the CIA really knows about human consciousness. But I'm like, am I knowledgeable enough to really give that context? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that conspiracy thing because I just, matter of fact, do you want to just jump into it? Um, sure. Hey, Hey, what's your favorite conspiracy? What isn't my favorite conspiracy? This matrix that we're living in. That's a fucking conspiracy. We've been back to school shopping. A lot of people watching fucking freak show out there. And I was just walking around with Kayla and like, look at these fucking people. This is a simulation. These are fucking characters. Like, like, I bet you if I walked up to him and I was like, which was Social security number. He'd be like, what? <laughs> They'd be like, beep, bop, boop, bop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like- <laughs> Like maybe like I think that all the time. Like, am I on the fucking Truman Show right now? You know, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, there is a there is a disorder of people that they believe that they are living like a Truman Show scenario. And I just read about that, and I don't know what the fucking name is, but that is a real fucking thing. It's called What's Happening. (laughs) Okay, because I'm on the fucking Truman Show. I think it all the time. Like this. Okay, so this one person said, like, have you ever seen your neighbors bringing in groceries? Never. I've never seen my neighbors bringing in groceries. Okay. Uh I go grocery shopping 42 times a week. Okay. I have five kids and they eat a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You're always there. And I have never seen my neighbors, nothing like that ever. I have. Then there's another one that talks about how we're in um, a matrix or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's all like computer generated. And it says, and there are actual literal scientists who actually believe that this is a possibility as well. But this example that a TikToker gave, (laughs) (laughs) which is my real source. (laughs) Okay. She brought up something that's been discussed, which is buses. Okay. So think about like your little Honda Accord, right? You Mm -hmm. feel like you could reach over with your hand and touch another car. A bus has a seat for two people, an entire aisle, and seats for two people, and is in the same lane as your little Honda. Shit. How the fuck is oh. that possible? Oh shit. How I mean, think about pos- it. How is that possible? Buses. How? <laughs> how is that possible? I know. Okay. You have no good... idea like how many car accidents I've almost gotten into staring at buses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the thing. You know, growing up in Rockaway, we took buses. Like that was our form of transportation. So when you were just describing like what, you know, how it's set up, like I was in that moment, like sitting in the bus, like I know how much room is around me. Some of them have bathrooms. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Make it make sense to me. Okay, guys. (laughs) I mean, I'd like to sit down with an engineer and then fucking explain (laughs) that shit to me. (laughs) That's my goal. Oh, man. As a matter of fact, I have a cousin that is an engineer, so I really, yeah, I might, I might pitch that over to her and see. She's going to be like, Catherine, are you smoking pot again? Yes. <laughs> and I started a podcast. Yes. And you're on it. <laughs> yeah. Talk about my family all the time. I hope you <laughs> like the story. <laughs> yeah. So that's a fantastic 
fucking conspiracy theory mm-hmm. and I want to learn more about it. So I'm going to look into this. Wouldn't it be funny if like our show turned into one of those like the like discovery shows like where yeah. we, we do have like a different thing and then we look into yes. it. Yes. Like, I would love that. Let's I'm into it. Existence. Yeah. Because we are fascinating. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm so into it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's speak that into the universe. Let's do that. Oh, we should. Yeah, we should definitely do some digging on this because I don't know the whole matrix thing mm-hmm. i recently watched the matrix for the first time in like 20 years and i saw it with new eyes yeah because i've been you know delving into some of this weird kind of yeah. stuff and you're peeling and back some of the it's onion. really yeah and like some of it's really far-fetched but some of it it might be possible yeah you know what i mean like they know that there's different dimensions and there's different timelines yeah. and they know all i definitely stuff. believe that we are living in something very bizarre i believe yeah. It is like a simulation. They say the only way to stop it, the Mm -hmm. simulation, is to become really connected and meditate and so basically plug become aligned. Yeah, and be plugged in and and elevate your vibration. Okay. To manipulate the energy around you into manifesting the life that you want. Like only the people that are on that level get to get the things that they want. Right. Because they're a vibrational match. They can manipulate energy because you're everything is energy. Yeah, everything is energy. I, I do believe that because like don't you feel like when you're even in a room or around certain people like shit can go sideways or pick up really fast it's just like yeah. you know what I mean like like I have shows all weekend right if the audience is cool with me and like they're like open to enjoying my show and my performance it's a very pleasurable experience but yeah. when I have some audiences like they could be a little bit more guarded or they're more drunk or something so they want and like easy shit sense that yeah and, and then you it. probably become combative or irritated yep. so like, it goes another way based mm-hmm. on the energy in the room oh i yep. can totally see that yeah because it really does make sense you know it it sounds kind of like on an energy level that's what we're feeling yeah you and can so feel it. yeah and like when you do stand up the main thing that they try to teach you early on when you're getting up to like work and everything is don't allow the crowd to impact your energy level so that that's like, you know, tying your hands behind your back and jumping in the pool and being like, make it to the other end. Oh, that's so, so hard to do. So they try to like break you down, but comics are like really sensitive individuals. We need an extra hug on some level. So we really are like sensitive to the audiences. So it's really hard. It's like you're trying to fight against it, but the more times that you can take a beat and turn the audience around back to you, like that's yeah. a fucking double win. That's the big fucking test. Like, can you turn it around and make them a fan? And so sometimes you do it and sometimes you fucking don't. And it's yeah. fine either way. The nights that you do, you're like, oh my God, that feels amazing. And the nights that you don't, you're just like, all right, well, okay, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess I'll try next time. That's cool. But... I know. Like, even when I'm at my tables, like taking orders and stuff, the energy of the table affects my mood so much. And it's so hard not to let it because I still need to, like, you know, make sure these people have a good time and I want to get a tip, of course. And sometimes, like, I'll try to lighten the mood 
mood and joke around with them, but you really do have to feel them out because you could say the wrong thing. Like I had a table who was outside and, you know, a bug flew in his wine and it was a bottle. So I was worried that he was going to think that I was going to give him a new free bottle of wine because I really wouldn't be able to do that for something that's like out of our control, you know? Yeah. So instead what I did was I said, hold on, let me fish him out for you. And I got a spoon and I said, you know, in some countries, this is a delicacy. (laughs) And the whole table laughed. Thank fucking God, because that could have went really bad. Because I was like, they are not getting a free bottle of wine. Only because like, you know, times are tough for restaurants right now. And like, you know, they can't afford to be giving out free shit. No. I mean, they do. You save the day. You save the day. (laughs) And you did it with humor. It's so good to laugh. Seriously. Oh my God. But thank God that they were like cool and funny. God. Thank God. They but I sensed it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, if I did that to another table, they would be horrified. Yeah. They would be horrified. They would be like, what the fuck is happening right now? Is she fishing a bug out with a spoon? Talking about in some <laughs> like, countries, this is a fucking treat. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, the gods have smiled upon you. You are my favorite table. Blessed be the fruit. Okay. Be back with your app. Um, <laughs> be back with your apps. Blessed be the fruit. Okay. So my favorite conspiracy that I heard lately was that all mattress firms are basically a front for something totally different because yeah, like, you know, those stores, the mattress firms. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen anybody in the store? No. (laughs) Have you really, if it's an independent building, have you ever seen any like parked cars in the parking lot? No. Have you ever purchased a mattress from mattress firm? No, I mine come off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of anybody buying a mattress for a mattress firm? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so if you Google mattress firm, you will yeah. see that there are several within like a 10 mile radius and nobody has any evidence of anybody. I kind of remember hearing this now. Ever buying a mattress or mattress firm. How are they able to pay their management and like their staff? Like what is really going on at mattress firm? What? Okay. So what, what could be happening here? Is it a drug front? Oh, let's, oh, unless. I I don't know. I mean, run the numbers. What if it's a sex? What if it's a sex slave ring? Maybe like human trafficking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fucking. Should we try to put a stop to this? (laughs) (laughs) Should we be calling some people? I feel like if they listen to this podcast, somebody will call somebody. It'll get into the right hands. I mean, (laughs) I saw it. (laughs) I saw it on TikTok. So it had a lot of views. Oh, okay. So we have the same news source. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's how we do it these days. But yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was super fucking like your bus theory to the mattress yeah. firm theory. It's like there's a lot of little breadcrumbs leading up to that bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that old saying goes. <laughs> Did I just make? <laughs> Is that a you can thing? you can lead a horse to water and then you, you can't make him rent the movies. <laughs> Oh my god. Girl, what you watching? What you watching, girl? I love it. So what are you watching? Okay, so I watched something really stressful by accident. I was tricked oh, into shit. it. Yeah, it was called 
13 lives and it's on Amazon prime. Okay. So it's about this story that is a true story. And and it happened in Thailand in 2018. So there's this group of soccer players. They're like ages 11 to 16. They are um, going on just kind of like a, I guess it was like a bonding hike, you know, and they're going through a cave in Thailand and they have their coach with them. There's 12 of them. And all of a sudden there's like, there's like a storm. There's like a a monsoon or or some kind of tropical storm and the whole Mm -hmm. entire cave, which is a very complicated difficult cave to navigate is filled with water and they are now trapped hundreds of miles like in this cave and so these two British diving experts come and like try to help try to figure out a way to get to these kids and they do the dive it is super complicated like they're going through like rocks there it's very very difficult to navigate and it's hours long so they think that they're not going to find the kids they and after a certain point it's like 10 days and they're assuming that what they're looking for are bodies. So they're going to retrieve bodies, they're thinking. And then they all of a sudden see like a little bit of a light because they had a flashlight and every single one of them is alive. And now they have to, oh my God, this was so fucking stressful to watch, yeah, to by the way. Out. I know that's the oh thing. Like God. you were just saying last week, how you'll not watch anything that stresses you out. So Let me ask you this. Yeah, you did a beautiful description of it, too, because you brought me right into it and I could feel them like, you know, in that scenario. Oh, my God, it's heart wrenching, especially when you have kids. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And they're so they were so frail, but it was just the amazing thing about it. Mm -hmm. So they end up I just want to tell you, this is an important part. Like they end up deciding they get an anesthesiologist who's also a diver and their friend and they come to the decision to render the the kids unconscious and put oxygen over them because this thing is miles long and they had rescued one diver that was so fucking smart of them oh my god the kids it aren't was so panic risky the whole time i, I know, know but, but that- it was so risky and the anesthesiologist like he had never done it before so he's like he's like you don't understand like something could happen with their saliva like they were expecting like when they decided to do this that there were going to be casualties but they'd come to the decision to do it they render them unconscious but like sometimes they have to like re-inject them like halfway through because one of them mm-hmm. starts waking up and and they end up thankfully freeing all of these children including the coach there is a oh diver who died it was so amazing and scary and gut-wrenching mm-hmm. but the amazing thing is is that they survived for 17 days okay oh my god and why it was fresh water i'm assuming um i think they survived because it was there was some kind of fresh water coming through okay. i don't know maybe it was fresh water but, but yeah they drank water they had no food they were oh in their god. soccer uniforms because they were a soccer team team. But what got them through that and the reason why they survived is because of their coach who taught these boys how to meditate. Oh my God. And he prayed with them constantly and he taught them each how to meditate. And that being able to train and control their minds to the circumstances around them is what made them survive. Oh my God. That's how powerful the human mind is. Mm -hmm. That's what sustained them. That coach is literally yeah. their guardian angel. Yeah. And the poor coach was so afraid to face the parents because he thought that they were going to be so angry with him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was a movie, but it didn't seem like they were. And and everybody was just grateful, grateful that he, yeah, he kept their spirits up. It, it was just so amazing. But that's how powerful the human mind is. It's so know? true. Like we have to focus, like we have to do that. We have to train ourselves to when we're in that moment, which it's so hard not to be in because 
it's like the world is so fucking miserable right now. Yeah. So it's really hard if we could just stop and just pause and just try to fucking like just pull ourselves out of it as fast as possible. I think once you get used to it, then you think to yourself, oh, God, I don't want to have to pull myself out of this. So I'm not even going to yeah. do it. <laughs> and well, maybe so I'll just stop. I, yeah. And negative thought patterns are an addiction. Mm-hmm. So when you fall into a trap of a negative thought pattern, even though it feels bad inside, mm-hmm. also is familiar and your brain likes the familiar. Oh, so yeah. Hold on to that. And, and sometimes that's when you can feel yourself getting, you know, into like a place that's not great. Yeah. But at first it, it feels like a warm blanket out of the yeah. dryer. And yeah. Like, oh, that feels good. Okay. Yeah. Let's live in this for a second. But then just like that blanket, it gets cold. And then you're like, why am I wearing this blanket? Yeah. So if you can become aware of yourself having those thoughts and recognizing when and why you're having those thoughts, then it's easier to like pull yourself out of it. Makes total you know? sense. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I'm that's trying. Weird books say that I'm reading all these Mine weird too. books. It's such mm-hmm. a mixture, though. I'm listening to like Joe Joe Dispenza, and then like Abraham Hicks, and then Eckhart Tolle, and then um, Michael Singer, and even a little bit of um, Dolores Cannon. Mm-hmm. And they're all so different, and all of them are so weird. And some of what they say, I don't fully, you know, I don't know. I think some of it's like a little bit exaggerated like in their storytelling or whatever but i don't know for sure but um the message is all like the base message is all the same Mm -hmm. about finding inner peace Mm -hmm. you know it's really all the same yeah it's like chill the fuck out realizes this is it you can make what you want yeah how many more years do we have honestly honestly I mean, the scientists said that we missed the deadline three years ago to turn the shit around. So according to scientists, we're done in 20 years. So it doesn't matter if you fucking run every morning. <laughs> we yeah. kind of missed the boat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we didn't get on the ark. Womp, womp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely womp, womp. Absolutely. <laughs> it sucks. Like somebody asked me to like this weekend, they're like, when do you think it's all going to end? And I was like, 20 years. Cause that's yeah. what they said. I was like, have you ever seen the day after tomorrow? And he's like, no. And I'm like, watch the movie. It's always the scientists running into the room to tell them the aliens are coming or this fucking tsunami is going to fucking you know kill everybody yeah and they're like shut the fuck up nerd yeah (laughs) boomer (laughs) okay boomer fucking nerd (laughs) fuck out of here with facts (laughs) and that's why we're fucking idiots i know so have some fun do your thing don't hurt anybody i'm just vibing I'm trying, man. Oh, so what did you watch? Okay, so it's called Evil, and it's such a scary fucking title for a show. It is scary. It is. I watched it initially on Netflix, but now it is permanently on Paramount Plus, which kind of sucks for people that don't have Paramount Plus because it's like, who wants to pay for another fucking service? Seriously. Yeah. So I wish the first season was on Netflix so that everybody could watch it and then decide you know, if they wanted to, you know, do a subscription or whatever, they could get the other one. But it's on Paramount Plus, three seasons. And it's about the Roman Catholic Church. And they put a team together to investigate and determine if somebody's actually possessed by the devil or a demon. And if they are, then they do an exorcism. So apparently this is like a real thing that's in the Roman Catholic Church. They have a team that assesses. Wow. <laughs> yeah, whether or not. Wow. It's like. 
like, it's like law and order. That's exactly what it reminds me of. It's like law and order. So there's a team. Who's Mariska Harkatay? I don't know even know the actor's names. I should look. I'm so bad at that. Yeah, because the guy. I can't even um, believe I was able to just name drop. (laughs) Right? I never know anyone's names. I I know. It's it's called Evil. It stars Katja Herbers. And she plays Dr. Kristen Bouchard. And she is basically, you know, the main bitch in the crew. She is a psychiatrist and also a lawyer. Um, She grew up Roman Catholic. Uh, Now she really is like agnostic, if not atheist. Like she's non-practicing Roman Catholic. Like she has four girls and they are all in Roman Catholic school. So it's still like in her life. So the priest that's on the team, he is played by Michael Coulter and he was uh, Luke Cage, the Marvel show on Netflix. You might know him and uh, he's father because he's a priest, uh, David Acosta. And then the other guy that's on their team is just a scientist. He's a total atheist. He only believes in the science of it. So he's on the team to basically like break down the scientific reason of why the person is saying that they're possessed by a demon. So yeah, so he assesses it from like, this is total bullshit. There's no God. There's no demons yeah. there's none of that shit and that character is ben Shakir. and then are people this- like levitating off beds and like they're speaking in tongues and like yes so what does the scientist think of that yeah so they'll break it down there was one time on one of the episodes where there was a soccer player that was a high school student and she basically collapsed and died on the field when they brought her into the er there was a camera watching over and when she died it looked like an angel like flew over her body and the camera caught it. Yeah. So they investigated it. Yeah. So it was crazy. So the scientist looks at, did somebody manipulate the footage? I wonder if these are, I wonder if they have people come in with real experiences and try and give them storylines. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because I know that cops, like they'll get, like my dad used to consult for NYPD Blue and you know, they don't give exact, but they'll give like a general. Within the legal line of it, but also like, you know, if it's public knowledge it's public knowledge they can always you know say hey i had a case and you know these are the things that they would find in public record totally makes sense he also hung out with mark paul gosler oh really (laughs) yeah because he was on the show at that time that's so cool that's cool he said he was a nice guy oh that's nice that's Mm -hmm. nice to know because you never know if somebody's gonna be a dick you know know. that's the worst like i know so on the show they basically put it through the filter of all three of them and sometimes Sometimes they do perform exorcisms and then sometimes there's a scientific reason behind it uh, with that example with the girl dying and there being an angel in the room yeah. there was like a specific like glitch of like something that happened so like it was like the, the footage like laid on top of it because of mm-hmm. some something or whatever so it was explained away but then they go into like their personal lives and everything so they have like that angle of it it's an excellent show it's wrapping up this third season and the most recent episode that dropped today was by far the best episode of the entire series oh my god it was so fucking good every single actor on the show because there's it's called evil because basically what they show you is like you know the real shit that they have to actually exercise out of people kind of like the back office of the the devil side it's kind of got like a 
a weird sense of humor to it and it's very serious at moments but it's like a thriller i don't i don't know how to it's funny though it's got really funny parts to it really yeah but it's just a really good fucking show and they they do stuff about angels and they do stuff about saints and so it is like really related to like catholic you know because it's the roman catholic church and everything so there's a lot of that and there's a lot of the stuff from like the vatican and you know different branches within the the religion and everything so it's okay. pretty fascinating. But the most recent episode, I was like, literally, I was holding my breath. I was so captivated <gasps> by it. Really? Yeah. If it doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, I'll be fucking shocked. It's really it was, that good? The most recent one. Yeah. It was excellent. Everybody wow. got their A game. I was like, holy shit. And it was worthy of being like the season finale. Really? I couldn't believe. Yeah. And I couldn't believe there was another episode like next week. I was like, oh my God, if there's more. Like, I got so excited. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I follow Evil on uh, Instagram. And so I saw one of the video clips they put up from the episode. And I wrote in the comments, you know, by far the best episode of the entire series. You know, well done. Can't wait to see next week's episode. And they liked it. Really? Yeah, the series liked it. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, thank you, social media lady. Yeah. Or gentleman or whoever. Thank you. Um, I was really excited. That's awesome. Yeah. So, because they don't have like a lot of followers, I don't think. No, they don't. So, I noticed that because I've used them as a hashtag and I'm like, oh, me, why aren't people catching on to this? I don't know. So maybe we'll help them. Maybe we'll bump them up okay. because uh, I love the show. I loved your blog, by the way. Oh, thank you. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I was like, that's perfect. Because I'm not going to apologize for what entertains me and what I want to talk about. This is my opportunity to just be myself and have some fun. And people are going to catch on and they're going to want to hear more from both of us. So like, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Join us next time and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. That sounds good. You sound so tired at the end. Oh my god. (laughs) 